The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast, recording this on a Tuesday night in Southern California, about 44 hours away from the start of the 2020 NFL football season, and today, tonight we'll be doing AFC over-unders. Yesterday I did NFC over-unders with Nas and Zoo, so go ahead and listen to that for all the NFC uh, over-under picks for all the teams. And to joining me tonight, you know, Green Bay Packers found... Rebound. What up, Rebound? How are you doing today? What's up, Z-Ball? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing well and really enjoying all the NBA playoff action and looking forward to the start of the NFL season. I can't believe it's actually here and they're actually having a season. So let's go ahead and get straight into this. AFC over-unders. We're going to go ahead and start in the AFC West division. First team we have is the Denver Broncos, over under 7.5. What do you think? Easy over. This team is going to be really good. Unfortunately, news broke today that Vaughn Miller is out for the season. Big blow to the defense. Uh, it's an uh, unfortunate injury on uh, his tendon, and so that's a blow to the defense. But they stacked up on their offense, and I think Drew Locke is going to break out the they added Melvin Gordon, they drafted the two receivers, and I think this is going to be a good year for them. I'm going 8-8, eight and eight, VLD. Okay, so in regards to Denver, John Elway, pretty much since he's retired, has been searching for that legitimate next successor at the quarterback position. I mean, they had some stability with Peyton Manning for a few seasons there at the end of his career, but he wasn't like a long-term guy just because of his age. Uh, they've had other guys kind of in and out, Brian Greasy, Jake Plummer, Tim Tebow, Trevor Simeon, uh, what's that guy, Brock Osweiler. Uh, is Drew Locke that legitimate guy that John Elway is searching for, and can he be that steady, steady hand at the quarterback position? What do you think? Yeah, I think he's the one. He's, he's the guy. He's going to break out. He's gonna he's gonna tear his shit up. Okay, and then is it possible for him and Jerry Judy to become uh, maybe what similar to Peyton Manning and Demarius Thomas or John Elway and Ed McCaffrey or John Elway and Rod Smith, something like that? Uh, I don't I wouldn't go Peyton Manning, Demarius Thomas, but I hope I hope they're in the they're in the right path. Okay, yeah, I mean, Von Miller getting injured is a um, very, very big blow. I mean, Denver, this team has been built on their uh, defense. That's been their identity pretty much the last uh, six seasons or so. I mean, aside from those two Peyton seasons when he threw for, I think, or those three Peyton seasons where he threw for like around 40 touchdowns each season, his first three seasons there. Uh, for that time, they were more offensive-minded, putting up lots of points and so forth. 
But since then, that, that year they won the Super Bowl, and ever since they've been built on their defense with Von Miller. And I think that's, a t that's really a tough blow on a, a division where you have uh, a, bu a budding dynasty in Kansas City, one of the best teams in the league, and an improving team in the Raiders, and a team in the Chargers where you, you don't really know a Jekyll and Hyde team where, where they're really going to go one way or another. So I have to go under for Denver, uh, I think 6-10. and 10. So I'm going to disagree with you, Rebound. I, I'm going to go under, but I should, I should be... I'm very excited to see Jerry Judy play. I love watching him at Alabama. So let's let's hope him him and Drew Locke can kind of build some chemistry and kind of build something special for the, the fans in the Mile High City. All right, next team we got, team number two, the defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Over, under, 11 and a half wins. What do you think, Rebound? Uh, that's a tough one. That's that's a pretty high number, but this team is definitely stacked. They kept their core pieces. They gave Mahomes the biggest extension in NFL history. Uh, they extended Teak, Tyreek, I believe. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna exactly over 12 and four. Okay, so I mean, this kind of being an abnormal aberration type season from the from the standpoint of like fans and stuff I mean Kansas City I mean really gonna have their moment ruined for as far as the Super Bowl uh, opening night this coming up on Thursday facing off against the Texans at Arrowhead and usually we see them the, the defending champions getting their rings the ring ceremony in front of their, their fans in front of their home crowd and then Kansas City me personally go uh, watching a football game there it's such a lively environment, one of the most hostile uh, environments in, in all of uh, the NFL. The decibel meter is off, uh, off the charts there. I mean, it's a very like collegiate, college football type environment. Some of those stadiums in the South, I mean, not as much capacity seat-wise probably, but just the kind of vibe and kind of the, that you get from there, kind of the vibe and the feeling. It's very collegiate, very lively, very hostile, very just all around, very loud, <laughs> loud environment. So I think that's very unfortunate for this team. So I mean, what what can, can when, what can you kind of say about that? I mean, in return in terms of not being able to have a proper ring ceremony. Uh, so the shit happens. We're going through a very tough time in the world right now. I'm just happy we have football. Okay, fair enough. So in regards to KC, I gotta go over for sure. I gotta agree with you. I think last season, obviously, they were a little fortunate with the uh, Miami beating New England in the last game to slide into that two seed and uh, to get the bye instead of uh, being in the three seed in the wild card slot and then having to possibly uh, go on the road versus New England if they, if that happened. But uh, they they went on and they. They went on to dominate the playoffs and uh, win their first Super Bowl in over 50 years. So shout out to them, congratulations. And then Patrick Mahomes uh, got a little banged up last season, kind of in the middle of the, the season, missed about three or four games. And But they were able to survive that with uh, what's it, Matt Moore, I believe. And their defense got... Uh, 
rebounded uh, at the right time for them uh, and peaked at the right time and was able to play really well for them in the playoffs and help them win the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I think a lot more of the same high-powered offense. Uh, Edwards Hilaire, their rookie running back, should uh, slide in just just fine in their running back position. And then speed, speed, speed is the name of the game for their receivers with Tyreek Hill, Nicole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson. So just a lot of speed, a lot of offense. And then Kelsey obviously still there, one of the best tight ends. Uh, one of the better coaches in Andy Reid, uh, offensive genius. So a lot of points and good defense for Kansas City will equal 13 wins, in my opinion, the number one seed in the AFC Conference. All right, we'll agree on that one, and we'll move on to team number three in the AFC West. Their first season in Las Vegas, the Raiders. They have an over-under of 7.5 as well, like the Broncos. What do you think, rebound? I'm going to go under on this one. Just don't like the, the direction they're headed. I actually think they're, sorry, they're headed in direction, good direction, but uh, I, don't, I don't see it in this team. I think they're going to win 7-9. Seven, win, seven if they do get lucky, they'll go 8-8 eight eight at best, but I, I don't see it. I'm going 7-9. All right, all right. Uh, I think the Raiders are 8-8 eight, eight football team, so I'm going to disagree. And I'm going to take the over here. Uh, I really like Josh Jacobs for them. Uh, their second-year running back. And then Derek Carr is kind of uh, at a position where he has to kind of put up, or I, I don't think the, uh, the Raiders are going to keep him. And I like the addition of Aguilar for them. I, Henry Ruggs, uh, really looking forward to watching him play as well, the rookie wide receiver from Alabama. And then defensively, uh, they've built uh, some good signs there. And then, I mean, their new kind of management with uh, Mike Mayock and John Gruden, they're, they're moving in the right direction. And I think for that, this season will, for them will equal eight, eight wins. But it's just kind of a shame for them, I mean, as far as from like the fan standpoint, I think they suffer the most kind of for, for the pandemic because they're moving into a new stadium, moving into a new city in Las Vegas. So that was supposed to be kind of a lively environment on the weekends there in Las Vegas. And it's not going to be so for them anymore because of everything going on. So they kind of suffer financially. They suffer from uh, like a, uh, kind of like a standpoint of excitement and stuff as well so that's kind of a bummer but yeah I'll go over on the Raiders I think 8-8 eight and eight, and that'll take us to the last team in the AFC West the Los Angeles Chargers over under 7.5 what do you think Rebound? Another tough one here obviously going with Tyrod Taylor uh, getting rid of Philip Rivers Melvin Gordon gone as well Drafting Justin Herbert, so uh, good. Giving Joey Bosa a, a huge extension, giving Keenan Allen a huge extension. Then Austin Eckler got an extension. I don't know. This team is very talented offensively, but they always just find a way to lose games. So I'm gonna go under exactly to seven and nine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, would send. Uh San Diego, I'm going to say, Los Angeles, oh. <laughs> you, you have here uh, yeah, a team who usually kind of starts off slow, 
and loses a lot of just head scratching type games. But I, I think uh, I think they'll win some more of those games this season. And I like the over here with Los Angeles. I I think Tyrod Taylor, although he's not the Hall of Famer that Philip Rivers will be, I think he's going to bring a little bit of a different dynamic here. And then if he, if he doesn't work out, they can slide straight into the rookie quarterback, Justin Herbert. And then I think Eckler has always kind of been a stud, even with uh, Melvin Gordon being there. I mean, he would put up numbers, uh, make uh, catches on screen passes in the backfield. And then they have Hunter Henry coming back. Hopefully he can stay uh, fully healthy uh, this season for them. And then defensively, I mean, Joey Bosa's still there. Melvin Ingram's uh, good. They signed Linval Joseph. So I think they got... Uh, uh, a good kind of core foundation, and uh, I like them to be nine wins, and then uh, be in the hunt for sure for one of the three wild card spots in the AFC. So I'll dis I'll we'll disagree on that one, and that'll wrap up the AFC West division. And now moving on to the AFC North, we have first team, the defending AFC North champions, the Baltimore Ravens. They got over under eleven and a half. What do you think, rebound? Definitely going under on this one. Uh, no disrespect to Lamar, but he's not gonna have the same season as he did. I actually think he's gonna fall off. They did draft rookie running back J.K. Dobbins to go along with Mark Ingram. I think that was a good move. And they still have Hollywood Brown. They waived Earl Thomas. Uh, made some solid moves on defense. But, yeah, I'm going 10-6. and six. Okay, yeah, I mean, I have to agree with you. I think they're still going to be a really good team, and I think they're probably going to win the division again. So, yeah, I have to agree with the 10 wins, uh, 10 or 11 wins probably for them. Uh, I, they're obviously going to be good defensively, obviously, as they always are, kind of with their good safeties and corners. Uh Tucker is one of the better kickers in the league, and then Lamar will still be good, but not. I think defenses will kind of figure out a little bit, uh, kind of how to slow him down a little bit, kind of this season. And then they have fast wide receivers, so I think that will help Lamar with some of air it out for some of his passes. But yeah, I have to agree with you. Uh, under ten wins, I think they they win the division though at ten and six. So I'll agree with you there. And then we'll move on to team number two, the Cincinnati Bengals here. Over, under, five and a half rebound. What do you think? Uh, I'm actually going to go over on this one. I like quarterback Joe Burrow, uh, rookie quarterback. And then I really like their running back, Joe Mixon. He's a beast. He, he can, he's going to eat. And gang, A.J. Greenback is big. I think eventually they should trade him. Along with Tyler Boyd, it's a solid core. I'm going to go six wins. Definitely over. Okay, yeah, here uh, you have a Cincinnati team who hasn't made the playoffs since 2015, I believe. And shout out to my boy, Andrew Davis. Ever since he moved to Texas, the, the Bengals have missed the playoffs ever since he left Cincinnati. So, they missed the playoffs every year, but... Hopefully some better days coming for him here. So I'll agree with you here on the over, but slightly. I think six to seven wins for this Bengals team. I think 
Burrow has kind of a good solid foundation with kind of some veteran wide receivers. Mixon's a good running back. I think offensive-minded coach in what's what's his name? I forgot. Taylor. Oh uh, no. I forgot I forgot the coach's name. Uh, I apologize, but yeah, he's an offensive offensive-minded coach, and I think that'll really help him kind of as a young quarterback and kind of that core foundation veteran wide receiver in AJ Green. And I think he'll he'll be pretty decent his first season and lead Cincinnati to six to seven wins. So we'll agree on that one and move to probably the most intriguing team in that division. Definitely not the best team in my opinion, but team number three, the Cleveland Browns uh, up north in Ohio, going to Cleveland. What do you think, rebound? Over, under, eight and a half? Definitely under, not buying anything from this team. Uh, very talented team. Added Austin Hooper this season. They still have David and Joko at tight end. They got Landry, Odell Beckham, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. So it all relies on Baker, Baker, turnover maker. It's a make or break year for him. I don't know what to say for the guy. I hope he, he does well. I have Odell Beckham on my fantasy team. Need to feed my, 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 my nigga Odell. Yeah, sorry for the language. Uh, yeah, and that, uh, I'm going to go under 8 and 8. Yeah, I mean, I definitely have to go under as well. I agree with you. I mean, I can't believe I fell for this team last season. I, I, I took the over last season, but... It's just that, that that crappy culture in Cleveland, and I can't believe I fell for it. I mean, uh, they got to prove something to me to for me to start going over on them because they've just been an absolute shit show. And even last week, last year, a week after I made the over pick, I kind of was like instantly regretting it because I brought up that the the fact that this team has too much ego. Uh, they have a lot of big personalities, and they reminded me a lot of that 2011 Philadelphia Eagles team who kind of signed a lot of big guys in the offseason, and then they they came in to the season and laid an egg, and that's exactly what Cleveland did last season. I mean, obviously they had that kind of that unfortunate incident towards the end of the season with Miles Garrett, but... They have a very very talented team here. I don't see how they can't get wins, but I just think the problem is lots of big personalities. Now with Chubb having that good season, he's going to be have a bigger ego. Baker already has a big ego. Beckham has a big ego. <laughs> just down all on down the line. And with Stepanski there, I don't know how he's going to be able to deal with all those egos. So I think Baker, I don't know how, how he'll fare, but I can't see him being as, as bad as last season, right, with some of the interceptions and such. I think a little improvement from that, but nothing major. So I say 7-19 win uh, season for Cleveland, and I'll agree with you there, rebound, and we'll move on to last team in the AFC North, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Getting Ben Roethlisberger back, fully healthy, hopefully. Over under at nine and a half. What do you think? I'm actually gonna go over on this one. It's pretty high, but I think that that's a good that's a good pick. This team, I think James Conner will do well, do do good as well. And 
this team. I, I think that they're div I think they're gonna win the division. The, the division's pretty weak after Baltimore, and that that's what it's gonna come down to. And I think Juju Smith-Schuster is gonna have a good season, and that's a. It's I think wide receiver Deontay Johnson is gonna have a breakout year, and I believe they signed Eric Ebron. That was a good pickup. And I think this their defense will be as always solid. So yeah, I'm going over. Yeah, I mean I think they're gonna have a really good season. I think Ben coming back is gonna gonna be huge for them, and then Juju uh, solidifying himself as the number one guy. James Conner, hopefully he can have a bounce back season. And then I mean defensively they have a good foundation there: Isaiah Bugs, T.J. Watt, Cameron Hayward. Good corners and safeties. Uh, obviously, good foundation there. Stability with the coaching and the ownership. And then Jalen Samuels, a good running back as well. And then they also have Derek Watt as the fullback. And then Washington, Ebron, like you mentioned, is a good pickup. Vance McDonald's still there. So a lot of talent, a lot of stability, good culture. Uh, that should be very good for them but I'll, I'll take the slight under and disagree I think nine and seven and they'll be in the hunt for sure for the one of the three wild card spots but I think they'll finish behind a Baltimore in the division alrighty two divisions down two more to go we'll move on to the AFC South first team we got the Houston Texans over under seven and a half wins rebound what do you think uh, this is tough too I mean First off, Bill O'Brien is an effing idiot, <laughs> trading DeAndre Hopkins for pretty much nothing for a washed up David Johnson. Shout out to DeAndre Hopkins, he got paid today <laughs> for two years, $55 million. goddamn, congrats. Uh, then they got Brandon Cooks, they overpaid Randall Cobb, holy shit. They got Will Fuller, Kenny Stills. They're pretty stacked at wide receiver even though they traded it. Uh, they let Lamar Miller go. And now they have David Johnson at the running back along with Duke Johnson. Still have J.J. Watt on the defensive end. Oh, man. I'm going to go under her. But I hope Deshaun Watson tears it up. He just got paid, too. Okay. Between their three best receivers, Fuller, Stills, and... Cooks, which which guy? Fuller. I mean, is he is he one to stay legitimately healthy throughout the season? Uh, and I don't know about healthy, but he's the best man. He's the one that's going to break out as the number one guy there yeah. with Hopkins' departure. Yeah. Okay. You were you're very adamant in that. You didn't even let me finish the question. So. Yeah, I mean DeAndre Hopkins a big loss uh, for sure. Uh, he was definitely the number one guy for Deshaun. And Deshaun uh, Hare just getting his uh, contract extension, four-year, 160, I believe. And I don't know, maybe for David Johnson, it's just as much as needing a change of scenery uh, to be to be good again because he had a few good seasons there in Arizona. Obviously, he had some injury troubles the last couple seasons. Hopefully, he can stay healthier here. But I think a good, solid receiving core, I mean, if they can stay healthy in uh, Cooks, Stills, and Will Fuller, and then Cobb, the veteran guy there, the fourth receiver making, what, $9 million a year rebound? Yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of weird, I mean, like you mentioned. 
But yeah, I mean, defensively, I mean, you still have J.J. Watt there for sure. <laughs> and kind of a good foundation, merciless. But Bill O'Brien, I mean, uh, is he on the hot seat here? I mean, he's... I hope he is. <laughs> it seems like he's always surviving it. I mean, they're always kind of rationalizing it with... Uh, he's, he's made the playoffs this many times, this many times, but he hasn't really won in the playoffs big. So it's kind of like a little bit reminiscent of Marvin Lewis. They kept him, like Cincinnati kept him around yeah, for so long. Right, right. But not as long, I guess. But So I, I would imagine with a losing season here, he's, he's gone? Or has he gone during the season? Uh, I don't think during the season. Uh, uh, I think they'll even give him one more season. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go over. I, I think... I think Fuller's going to uh, prime for a, a big breakout year as the number one guy, a little ego boost. And then Deshaun, uh, I think he's primed to kind of get, a, hopefully, uh, kind of get in that elite quarterback conversation. So I think that'll be enough to kind of get them to eight wins. And uh, we'll disagree again on that one. And we'll move on to team number two, Indianapolis Colts, over under nine. What do you think? Easy over. You know, they're the best team in the division. Uh, what people don't appreciate about this team is their O line. Probably the best O line, at least top three in the in the league. They drafted Jonathan Taylor. I don't know why, but they also have Marlon Mack. They also drafted out of USC Michael Pittman Jr. So. They stacked up on offense. Their defense is also really good. And this is an easy over. Good, the perfect quarterback to go along with with, with these receivers. Uh, I'm going 11-5. and five. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go over as well. But I think they'll be 10-6. and six. Uh, Good defense, like you mentioned. Uh, a, a big pickup in DeForest Buckner from San Francisco. And then... Signing uh, Philip Rivers uh, at the tail end of his career to a two-year, $50 million deal. He's going to overtake a Jacoby Brissett now. And then uh, a good running back duo now with Jonathan Taylor, the rookie, and Marlon Mack from last season, who, show, who showed he's very good if, he's, if he stays healthy. And then, uh, obviously, the, their good receivers are still there and Hilton and Pascal. And then Jack Doyle, the tight end. So good foundation there. Uh, good coach, uh, kind of building towards uh, moving on from the departure, the retirement of Andrew Luck last season. Uh, and I think they'll finish 10-6, and six, and I think they'll be uh, a wild-card team for sure, in my opinion. So we'll agree on that one on the over, and we'll move on to the next team, team number three in the AFC South. Jacksonville Jaguars over under four and a half. Rebound. Under easiest one. <laughs> These guys are, are taking for Trevor Lawrence. They're, they're playing a full garage sale. Feel like anyone on their team. I mean, waving Leonard Fournette—that's that, a big thing. You couldn't get anything. Trading Nick Foles, Big yeah. Dick Nick. You dumped away the other guy. I can't even pronounce his name. The defensive tackle to the Vikings for a second round pick. And Gakui? Yeah, I mean... Yannick? These, these guys are just dumping everyone. Just letting everyone go. It's, but yeah, under easiest one. Uh, 
So what is our what is our uncle Shahid Khan thinking? Wants Trevor Lawrence. Wants Trevor Lawrence. He wants to save money too. This is a cheap. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, not much really to get excited here. I mean. No running backs, or, or no rookies, excuse me, to get excited about, really. Uh, the only thing is, I guess, Gardner Minshew. Uh, the Uncle Rico stash that they've been, I guess, flaunting as of last season. I mean, I mean, who, who did they even draft this, this season? I mean, who's, I mean, one, like, young guy we can kind of get excited about on this team. I mean, maybe Miles Jack. I mean, other than that, I mean, not much here. DJ Chark. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, a tank-filled season for Jacksonville. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to agree on the under. I think three wins probably for Jacksonville. And on their way to Trevor Lawrenceville, hopefully for them. But, yeah, not much here to see. We'll agree on the under and move on to the last team in the division here in the AFC South. The Tennessee Titans uh, ultimately getting to the conference championship last season and falling to Kansas City, but they surprised uh, Baltimore and New England. A good, impressive wins there in the wildcard and divisional rounds back-to-back -back in New England and Baltimore. And a solid fa foundational season. Derrick Henry uh, looked like emerging as a top running back in the league. Tannehill looking like a good ma game manager. Mike Rabel looking like he's building a good culture. So what do you think, rebound for the Titans? What's Over, under, eight and a half. Oh, it's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go slightly under. I think this team is going to fall back, go 500 and go 8-8-8. Eight, eight and eight. Uh, Ryan Tannehill had a breakout year. I don't think I don't see that happening again. Uh, don't have, besides A.J. Brown, they don't have too many, too many receivers there, and I think it's going to rely on Derrick Henry. Okay, yeah, I'm going to disagree here. I like the Titans to win the division. I like the over here. I think they're going to be 11-5 and five here in this division. And challenge for the second seed in the, in the AFC. I really like the, the pickup of Jadavion Clowney to a defense that is already uh, pretty good with Vic Beasley and some of the other guys they had there. And then I really like uh, the hard-nosed... Uh, uh, culture that Mike Rabel is building there, building there, and then they also have uh, Steven Goskowski now, as well. And then Derrick Henry is just a monster. He's a workhorse, uh, carrying the ball a lot. I think he's emerged as one of the top running backs in the league. AJ Brown is a good young wide receiver for them. Tannehill is not uh, a guy that jumps off the chart at you, but. He, he limits the mistakes for them. Uh, he knows his role in that offense. And he I think he's, like I said, he's a good game manager. And all that, uh, for me, is going to lead them to 11-5 season, in my opinion, and the AFC South Division Championship. All right, uh, last division now, the AFC East, that we'll move into. First team we got, Buffalo Bills. Over under nine wins. What do you think, rebound? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go over. I'm a big Josh Allen fan. Just drafted him in my fantasy league. I know you have him in our league. Uh, Gang Stefan Diggs was big. Big time shit. Uh, 
They drafted Zach Moss, so I want to go with Devin Singletary. I like I like that. I like that. And their defense is always good, so yeah. I think they're the best team in the division. I'm going to go over. Okay. Yeah, Buffalo, this is a motherfucking challenge to you guys. If y'all motherfuckers can't win the division this season in a motherfucking pandemic with fucking New England sitting out fucking half their team, half their team fucking sitting out, Tom Brady fucking leaving, Cam Newton coming in, I don't know when the fuck y'all motherfuckers can win this division then if y'all can't win it this year. So the motherfucking onus is on you guys. You guys got to rise to the motherfucking occasion here. And I think you guys will. But that, if you guys don't, I don't know what the fuck to say then. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree here on the over with you rebound. Uh, I like Buffalo as a 10 win, 10 to 11 win team. I think Josh Allen, I think growing as a quarterback, uh, a threat on the ground with his legs and his length to kind of see over defenders. And now he has a deep threat with uh, Stefan Diggs, like you mentioned, from Minnesota, a good uh, slot guy in Cole Beasley, and then a good uh, running back duo on Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. And then defensively, we saw how good they were last season and how good they will be again this season. And then good young coach in Sean McDermott as well. So all that has to lead them to the AFC East division title for sure. So 10, 10 to 11 wins for Buffalo and the AFC East Divisional title, in my opinion. We'll agree on that one. And we'll move to team number two, Miami Dolphins. Shout out to Akshay. Akshay's Miami Dolphins. Over, under, six and a half wins, Rebound. What do you think? Definitely. Uh, oh, six and a half? Actually, this team stacked up. This team stacked up. They did stack up. They, they signed, what, Kyle Van Noy? Who else is the, they had a, I think they signed a corner. Yeah. What was his A big corner? Uh, they got Matt Breida as well. Yeah, that too. Jordan Howard. Uh, this team stacked up. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty tough. I'm actually going to go over. They signed Byron Jones. That was the big yeah. corner, right? Yeah. I'm actually going to go over with 7-9. and nine. It all depends on the quarterback situation, too, when, when, when they're going to put Tua in. Okay, yeah, I mean, uh, that's kind of what I, where I wanted to go to first. Uh, obviously, I, I love Tua as a prospect. And Fitzpatrick, the, the young, uh, I mean, not the young, the, the veteran journeyman quarterback, uh, Entering his seventeenth uh, season here, I mean, he's shown that that he can kind of uh, lead some of these teams to some wins here and there. I mean, with Tampa the last few seasons, and what is it ultimately a matter of time this season when they put Tungo Vailoa in? Yeah. Ultimately, slot him in. It's just the time. Just to get, give him the BLD. Okay, and what do you see with Tungo Vailoa with the the hip issues and so forth? How is he going to respond? Just give him the BLD. BOD for what? What is he going to do? He's going to tear it up. He's going to be a little. Okay. All right, yeah, I mean, I hope he's uh, healthy, and I, d I definitely want to see him and not old-ass Ryan Fitzpatrick. I saw Ryan Fitzpatrick, I saw him in person in Kansas City, oh. throw six fucking interceptions. So Whoa. I don't want to see his old-ass on the Dolphins. I want to see Tungo Vailoa. I want to see Matt Breida in there with the speed, and I want to see some of their good defensive uh Free agents that they signed, Kyle Van Noy, Byron Jones, uh, make something happen, kind of build some, somewhat of a culture there in Miami because they got a great culture there on the other side with the Miami motherfucking heat. 
So they should maybe mimic that, mirror that, and kind of build something for themselves and make it somewhat of a dolphin's town and not all a heat town. So I'll, I'll, agree, I'll agree with you, rebound go over. I think seven to eight wins for Miami here. And I, I think, uh, uh, no, nah, they ain't, they ain't going to be in the wild card race, but seven to eight wins, good building block, foundational block for Brian Flores and the Miami Dolphins. All right, next team, New England Patriots over under nine wins. What do you think, Rebound? Uh, definitely going under on this one. Half of the team is sitting out. I hope the defense can step up and craft the defense in both of my leagues. But, yeah, I mean, they did give Cam. They do have a good running game, solid wide receiver core. But I don't know. I don't know if I should give Bill Belichick the BLD, but I don't think I'm going to. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go eight wins. Okay. Let me play devil's advocate a little bit here on this one. Oh. All right. So, I mean, losing Tom Brady, I mean, it seems like kind of from what we've heard from reading that article with Seth, from Seth Wickersham with all the commotion going on, he wanted Jimmy to be the Jimmy G to be the next guy in line. I mean, Kraft sided with Brady, his, uh, his little child, I guess. Uh, he sided with Brady, his franchise quarterback. Uh, bringing in Cam Newton now, new kind of uh, dynamic uh, on the ground with, with them, with their offense. Bill Belichick having something to prove without Brady. Uh, to, I mean, Bill Belichick, do you see that guy tanking for a pick? I mean, He's not tanking, but I don't know if they can win because a lot of their players are sitting out. I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I mean, with Cam Newton, I mean, does he kind of rejuvenate? A little, some of those weapons there. I mean, obviously it's going to be tough with kind of half their team. A lot of their, those main guys kind of sitting out, opting out of the season because of uh, the whole COVID-19 situation. So what's kind of what's kind of your thoughts on that, playing the little devil's, devil's advocate there? I, I, Are you agreeing with your boy Uncle Ronaldo on this one? With yeah, your, Uncle Colin, yes. Them having an off season. Okay, yeah, I mean... As much as I want to say over, I, I don't I can't justify it here. Even with how good Bill Belichick is as a coach and kind of the culture that they built there with the Spurs like culture and that the Spurs have built in the NBA, they've had that similarly for 20 seasons in New England. But I can't see it here. I mean, kind of a depleted team. I mean, not what much weapons offensively. I mean, Nikhil Harry, we'll see how he plays with Cam. I mean, Cam, this is just uh, a little bridge gap to next season. You'd have to think that Belichick is looking towards the future and, and drafting a quarterback in the first round next season for sure. So, yeah, I don't see it here for New England. i got to say six to seven wins uh, for New England. I just don't see them uh, uh, going over here. I think they have a tough schedule as well. They play the NFC West, so that's Seattle, the Niners, the Rams, I mean, Cardinals are looking to show some promise as well. So, I don't see nine wins here for New England, so I got to agree with you, rebound. Even though I did outline, outline that, that scenario, the devil's Whoa. advocate one. So, I'll agree. And we'll move on then to last team uh, in the AFC and the last team in the AFC East. The New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Over under seven wins rebound. What do you Definitely think? under. I love Sam Darnold, but this team is beat up. Le'Veon Bell's washed up. 
Uh, I love their rookie wide receiver, Denzel Mims. They signed Richard Perriman to after letting go of Robbie Anderson. But this team is definitely not going anywhere. This, these guys are going to be 5 and 11, 6 and 10. Okay, I mean, uh, kind of a question I want to pose to you, I guess, in regards to the Jets. Uh, yesterday, me, Nas, and Zoo were talking about how shitty of an organization the Washington football team is. And I think without a doubt, they're the, the biggest like shit show in the NFL, the worst culture. But the Jets have been pretty awful for 10 years as well, as far as culture-wise goes and as far as uh, sucking and so forth. Are they kind of the, behind what the Washington football team in terms of like shit show and kind of the, the stuff off the field and kind of that internal culture? What do you think? Uh, yeah, they're they're right there, but uh, I think they have a lot a lot more to do. It's a it's a long way to go for them. Okay. But they're headed in the right direction with Sam Darnold. That was a good move. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so what do we see from, from Sam Darnold uh, going into what is now his third or fourth year? I believe it's his third. His I'm third. Okay. All right, I mean, Joe Flacco is their backup. I mean, they have Frank Gore for <laughs> that guy still fucking playing. Man. All right, so what do we see kind of, uh, what do we need to see to kind of solidify him as moving towards the top 10 quarterback in the league this season? What do you think? Uh, he's not going to be top 10, but he will move himself up. I think he's going to have a good year. But no one's going to give him the BLD because they're not going to have a winning record. But, yeah. He's gonna. It's a make or break year for the guy. He knows it, and he's gonna step up. Okay, and then what? What do we see for them? I mean, defensively. I mean, I don't really see much promise there. And then, Adam Gase has for sure has to be on the hot seat as well, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I think he's he's done after this. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to end off the night rebound, uh, I think I have to agree with you on the under, with the Jets. I just don't see more than five, six wins here. Even though they do have uh, Bell, who can go off, and Sam Darnold, who has shown some promise, but nothing really real consistent. But then, uh, I guess some speed there, and the, with their receivers, with Crowder and Brashad Perryman, Perryman bring the the deep threat there. But yeah, I mean, I don't see much going up against uh, a, a tough Buffalo defense twice within the division, and then improved uh, Miami defense as well within that division and then New England as much as uh, they are a mess offensively and with all the players sitting out I think they'll still be pretty good defensively as well so just a tough division uh, from a defensive standpoint for the Jets to go up against so I don't see more than uh, five to six wins and then also they they have to play the NFC West as well just like every other team in the division so that's going to be a tough uh, kind of uh, feat for them so we'll, we'll see if the, how, how they react to that, but I, I don't think they'll react well. So we'll agree to end off the night with the picks, and I'll take the under five to six wins. But before we sign off for the night rebound, me, Nas, and Zoo gave our MVP picks yesterday. Uh, I picked Mahomes. Uh, Nas picked, uh, I believe, uh, I think I believe he said Mahomes, or I forgot another guy possibly, and then... Zoo said, his beloved Dak Prescott, what's your MVP pick? Dak's my quarterback. Dak, Dak's the MVP, you feel me? Dak's the MVP in a contract year or, or in a 
Yeah. I guess a franchise tag type year, looking to get that big type Patrick Mahomes type money. All right, we'll see how that goes. But uh, that'll wrap it up for the AFC over-unders. Rebound, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Z-Ball. Go Pack Go! All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy the NFL kickoff on Thursday night. Hope you guys also enjoy the NBA playoffs that are still going on. And I'll be back Thursday night for Week 1 Scorching 6 picks. Until then, stay safe, guys.